It's Grace here to tell you all about our new podcast at Which. It's called Get Answers and you can listen now on whatever platform you like. Me and co-host Harry will be with you every other Monday with episodes dropping each fortnight as we help you solve life's everyday problems. Whether it's getting the most from your weekly shop, finding travel hacks to save on your family holiday, or simply learning the tricks that make your everyday life easier. And we'll be joined by the very best experts too. Just search Get Answers and subscribe so that you can catch our episodes as soon as they drop. When life gives you questions, which... Get answers. Welcome to the Witch Money Podcast, your weekly hit of money news and personal finance hacks to help make you better off. I'm your host, Lucia Ariano, and here's what's coming up this week. If you see like a bunch of things like squash, and then you know the recipes are recommended like you know, butternut squash risotto, but you don't have anything else to make risotto. Are you really now saving yourself money? You're then going to have to go out and buy risotto rice, which itself can be sometimes hard to find. You have to be, I think, very flexible in the way you approach these boxes in order to get the most out of them and the most value. We found that the veg boxes are typically more expensive than buying the same produce at the supermarket, but probably not as much as you might think. This week on the podcast, we're putting a lens up to fruit and veg delivery boxes. I'm sure you've heard of many of them, the likes of Abel and Cold, Oddbox, Riverford and plenty more. But how do they compare? And importantly, are they even good value for money? Well, to answer these questions and more, I'm joined this week by witch nutritionist and principal researcher Shafani Loth. And later on, we'll be hearing from social media food blogger Ed Tan, otherwise known as One Hungry Asian. Shafali, welcome back to the show. Hi. So Shafali then, food delivery subscriptions, you know, it feels like, especially since the pandemic, I've seen more and more of these cropping up and people talking about them. I know among my friends, they've definitely become very, very popular. Yeah, absolutely, Lucia. I think, as you said, there's fruit and veg boxes and there are now recipe kits, meal kits. You can even get things like cheese, chocolate, beer, gin, and even tea and coffee on a subscription basis. And as you said, I really do think that they gained popularity in the past few years, especially during the pandemic. And I guess that's because we weren't able to get out as much. Um, You know, shopping definitely became harder. But also, I think people sometimes gave them as gifts to people for birthdays or even as treats for themselves, just because we all needed that little treat um, when everything else was so tough. And actually, now that there are so many different kinds of subscriptions out there, at which we've started to look at how they compare with each other. So uh, we're talking about fruit and veg boxes today, but actually we're also currently looking at recipe boxes and meal kits. And the results for our findings of that will be released next year. Oh, we'll have to come back to that because I would really like to know how other people would rank them. I know I've got my own personal uh, preferences I'm not sure I actually haven't kept going with any of them um, but I'd like to hear hear what you find and today then we're going to be talking specifically about fruit and veg boxes and you know there are a lot out there so can we start them by just running through the biggest ones and how they compare 
Yeah, so there are a lot out there. Now, in our survey, um, we were able to rank 11 fruit and veg boxes. So um, a lot of people will be familiar with the big names such as Abel and Cole and Riverford and Oddbox even. But actually, there are a lot of other companies out there. Now, some are smaller companies um, that might delivered just from one or two farms based in specific areas, whereas others are more national and so deliver across the country. Actually, in our survey, we found that there is a real difference between the highest and the lowest scoring ones as well. So it is really important for people to choose wisely about where they're getting their subscriptions from. And so can we run through some of these bigger names or even some of the smaller ones and, you know, kind of list their their main factors or even some of their cons, really? Sure. So I guess some of the big names, a lot of your the listeners will be familiar with, such as Abel and Cole, Riverford, Organic, and also Oddbox. But then there are smaller companies as well that um, focus on delivering produce from one or two farms in specific areas. In total, we, as I said, we were able to rank around 11 companies. And the main differences are that some offer organic produce only, some focus on excess produce or oddly shaped produce such as odd box and then some you need to subscribe to on a weekly basis whereas others you can buy one-offs from so there is a lot of difference even their offerings differ so the larger companies for example as well as ordering fruit and veg from them you can order a range of other ingredients such as meat, fish, dairy, but also you can top up your shops with some household items like some even have cleaning products on there. Actually, one of our respondents in the survey said they actually do their weekly shop from Abel and Cole because they can buy pet food, they can buy alcohol, they mm. can buy their cleaning products. You know, that it's kind of like a supermarket shop. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. Whereas others will just focus specifically on fruit and veg. Can we list some names um, against some of these kind of attributes that, that you mentioned? So um, the organic ones, Riverford, Abel and Cole. Did you also say Oddbox? Yes. Yeah, so Abel and Cole deliver organic produce. So as I said, they do fruit and veg, but also you can buy meat and fish. You can buy dairy and chilled foods. Plus um, store cupboard essentials such as pasta. You can also buy things like toiletries, cleaning products and pet food and alcohol. Um, Riverford is the other big organic company. So they focus just on organic produce as well. Um, They do deliver seasonal fruit and veg. um, And their big mission is that they pay farmers a fair price and try to provide UK grown produce where available. Now, Oddbox is slightly different. It's not organic produce, mm-hmm. um, but it's oddly shaped um, mm. or it's surplus. So their mission is to reduce food waste and help growers get a fair price for produce that they say otherwise would go to waste. And that might be because the shape of the or size of the fruit and veg doesn't meet the retailer's standards or specifications for size or appearance, or it might be that actually 
the farm has too much of something and they can't sell it. And actually, if Oddbox didn't take it off their hands, then it might go to waste. So their produce isn't necessarily, well, it's not organic, but it's also mm-hmm. not only UK based. It's from across the, the world. And, you know, we, we've mentioned three names there. I feel like that's just the tip of the iceberg because you said that you have looked at 11. So what are some of the other are they all smaller companies? No. So another big company that we used or we looked at in the survey was Milk and More. Now, I guess mm. traditionally this is your milkman right. um, who would come around in their little cart and deliver milk. But actually, the company has really expanded its offering. So it also does fruit and veg boxes. Um, again, you can order meat from them or pantry items, household essentials and also pet food. And they often deliver two or three times within a specific area a week. So actually, you might be able to place smaller orders, but more frequently, whereas I think Able and Co. Oddbox, they might only be once a week. And with Oddbox, I think I've heard from friends, you know, it's kind of a lucky dip. Is that generally how these fruit and veg boxes work? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of the companies will tell you. So for example, with Riverford, Oddbox and even Able and Cold, you can look ahead and you might be able to see what's in your box for the following week or two. Um, But again, they're not guaranteed because it all depends on what they get from their producers. So, um, you know, these boxes won't necessarily work for people who are quite rigid in their meal plans. Um, Mm. They work better for people who are a bit more flexible in their cooking, um, are willing to try things that they wouldn't necessarily order. And actually, lots of people told us that that's what they like about these boxes, that it does expose them to fruit and veg that either they wouldn't find in the supermarket or that they don't usually buy. Um, Whereas for other people, that's a con, you know, they they Mm. want to know what they're getting and they want to know that their family is going to eat it. There's a lot to consider, isn't there? And later in the show, we'll be diving deeper into costs, which is hugely important. But I'm interested to know, Shafali, where do you stand with fruit and veg boxes? Have you have you tried any? I have to say I haven't. Um, I'm always tempted to. But the way I eat or we eat as a family is we do a meal plan and mm. I do I order everything I need for that those meals and have it delivered at the weekend and so I am a bit rigid um, mm-hmm. in what we cook during the week just because I need to be and so for me a fruit and veg box has never really well it, it just doesn't feel like it would work for me basically I hope as my child gets a bit older and might be a bit more open to being a bit more adventurous, then actually that might be a time that I could look into um, subscribing to one of these. Because I do like the ethos and the, I guess the idea behind them. I'm quite, I'm kind of similar. I like the idea behind it. And actually during the pandemic, I did start um, using a, a local veg box and it was actually, it was delivered to Hackney City Farm, which is just near where I live. And I think um, it was coming from local farms. I can't remember the name of it, actually. It was it was a really small kind of brand. But 
an issue I had with it, and I'm not sure if this is something that other people might have experienced, is that there was loads of flies on the veg. And, you know, I live in a one-bedroom flat. I just didn't have anywhere to put it. Um, Like, you know, if I had a little pantry or an area outside that I could just, like, leave the veg, that would have been fine. But for me, you know, it just it just wasn't practical. Yeah. So interestingly, that's not something that came up. Um, The things that people told us they didn't like about these boxes were that they often got a glut of certain produce and Mm. they had the same thing week on week. Um, And so they got a bit bored about about it and just the repetitiveness of it. A lot of Swede or a lot of parsnips or something like that. Especially at this time of year. Mm. Um, So you do have to be flexible. I guess as I said, they won't necessarily work for fussy eaters or people who have fussy eaters within their um, family or household. Um, another thing that came up that people didn't like um, were a couple of people in the office actually subscribed to Oddbox. But Oddbox has this mission to reduce emissions. And so they do their deliveries overnight because there's less traffic, which actually mm. is a really good thing. Mm. Um but the people we spoke to lived in flats. And so, you know, their boxes were left on the street or outside the oh. front, the main door. And so they didn't like that. Obviously, it's not secure. They could lose mm-hmm. items. So they ended up having to cancel their subscriptions, even though they really liked the produce that they were getting. But other people loved the fact that it meant that they were less reliant on supermarkets. Um, they were supporting local well, farmers. And they were they liked the i guess the mission of these companies so they liked the sustainable aspects um with oddbox they liked that it reduced food waste um and also the flip side of it being more well less rigid is they liked the fact that it made them more creative with their cooking And another interesting point that that we made, and we were talking about this before the show, and our producer, Rob, made a good point where he wanted to get one of these boxes recently before he got married. Congratulations, Rob. Um, Rob, do you want to hop on and and share it? Yeah, absolutely. So we were kind of interested in getting one of these fruit and veg delivery boxes because we thought to be honest it would be more convenient because you know when you get married of course you know it's very stressful there's a lot of other things to think about and we thought exactly really busy lots of stuff to do and we thought if we don't have to go to the supermarket that week before the wedding maybe two weeks before the wedding it just takes a little bit more time back for us to then use that for you know something else that would have been needed to uh to do for the wedding But when we looked into it, and I hadn't used any of these before, a bit like you, Shafali, I'd not given them a go, and I wanted to to look into them. And I'm sure many people listening to this are probably in the same same situation. What I found was that actually you were quite limited in terms of the delivery slots that were available. And Shafali, you mentioned, you know, some of these companies, they obviously they leave um, the boxes on your like doorstep, for example, if there isn't like a safe place for them to be left. And, and this was a big concern, because, you know, there were certain days that we're in the office every week. And, you know, if they didn't correspond with the days that did or didn't work, and, you know, they couldn't deliver it on my work from home days, it, it just it just wasn't going to work. And also, you know, there is the demand out there as well. I, I think, you know, so many people obviously are keen on these fruit and veg delivery boxes, understandably. Yeah. But therefore, it does mean that the slots that are available for delivery are, are quite limited. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think you're right. If the day that the company that you're looking at 
the day it delivers within your area doesn't work for you, then that's a big barrier, isn't it? Well, thank you, Rob, for sharing that. And let's hear now from food blogger Ed Tan. So Ed has thousands of followers on social media sharing his favorite recipes and other foodie content. So what does he make of these fruit and veg delivery options? Here's what he told Rob earlier this week. So I have used them mostly throughout COVID. It was kind of often the only way to get uh, produce at certain times um, with the shelves being empty for certain things. Um, and I guess once COVID kind of relaxed and the rules um, disappeared, I've gone back almost to my old habits of restaurant stuff. So I don't tend to do uh, milk kits or fresh fruit produce as much now. Um, but I guess flip side, because I'm based in central London, there is always a a local supermarket or a 24-7 like little um, you know, Mediterranean shop that has also fresh produce. So I'm never too far from it now. Um, so yeah, I've kind of drifted away from it slightly in the past uh, years. So when you were getting them during the pandemic, as I'm sure many people listening to this would have been, what did you make of them? What did you make of the quality? What did you make of the value for money? Uh, I love them. Um, I'm, I'm quite naturally inquisitive, I guess. It's just get a random box delivered and just like some of the most sometimes strange veg like you've never seen before or fruit that you've never seen before. And just like the first thought being like, what the, what the hell do I do with this? <laughs> like, how do I cook it? Um, and, you know, even some other things like yellow plums. I was like, I've never seen a yellow plum, I think, in my life. Um, like, does it taste the same? Do I eat it now? Do I like it? All of those questions I, I really quite enjoyed. Is there anything that kind of comes to mind that was a particularly like strange fruit strange veg that, that that you had in the box and you were like, oh this is interesting I've not had the chance to cook with something like this before but it turned out really well and you ended up you know really pleased with what you what you could do with it there was one time it's not not strange but I basically got sent like two kilos of tomatoes um and quite quite ripe ones <laughs> so then the game was kind of on to figure out like what to do with two kilos of tomatoes um and yeah I mean we did like we tried to make ketchup like tomato tarts um, just anything and everything or like, you know, like confit tomatoes was a bit of a trend on social media for a while. So um, it was a lot of tomatoes within a very short space of time um, and lots of like kind of bulk making of sauces um, for later on. It's, it's just, yeah, seeing as well as certain fruits or vegetables in shapes that you're not accustomed to. Um, because obviously, you know, you, you, the things you see on supermarket shelves are designed to look that way unless you buy like the wonky stuff in which case you realise veg can grow in any shape or size and what you get on the shelf is just for aesthetics. It's not It's not like real fruit and veg. For you, when you were getting these boxes, do you think they they were value for money? I think they were. Um, I mean, look, you can't fault the ease of it. It comes to your door. Secondly, um, the selection in terms of, you know, seasonality, like if you value that, that is a question in itself. Like if you want things that are fresh, that are sustainable and from kind of UK grown largely um, farmers and supporting that kind of ecosystem, then these are like the perfect boxes. If you are purely focused on value for money and volume, I imagine they're probably not really going to be as cheap as kind of, you know, the, you know, the, the fruit and veg seller who sells them for one pound a bowl. Um, but they're not, I guess, often from UK farmers. The quality isn't always as good. They're closer to their uh, end dates. And I think sometimes the differences are quite immediately obvious in just like the shape or the look of the vegetables. Um, so, yeah, I mean, personally for me, I, I love them. Um, they gave me gave me something to do, <laughs> like, you know, look up new recipes. And I enjoy that whole process of 
finding out how different cultures or different recipes can use things in different ways. Um, and ultimately, the thing I think about veg is it can always be made into soup. Are there any recipes, are there any meals that you can kind of suggest to anyone listening to this who, you know, they've got some leftover fruit and veg lying around? Maybe it's it's from one of these delivery boxes, maybe not. Maybe it's just yeah. in the in the fruit and veg drawer in their fridge. What could you leave them with? Right. Uh, any fruit can be made into a crumble, right? Any veg can be made into a soup. But then conversely, any vegetable can also be made into a pasta sauce. It's just thicker. And I think, you know, so many things as well, when you do get these things you know get like you get sometimes veg with a lot more stalk than you're used to than let's say broccoli in in the supermarket it's like you can still eat the stalk and you can eat the skin of most vegetables you're just not used to it so like you know boil them throw them in a stew make stock from them roast them um put them in an air fryer if you've got an air fryer like you can never never really go wrong about air frying most things um and yeah it's i think you just have to be open-minded about what it looks like what it will look like and how you how you cook with it um just try all the different ways of doing it boil it roast it mash it like and i think you'll find there's a lot of variety out there there's always something you can do with it absolutely yeah ed thank you so much for joining us really appreciate it my pleasure thank you you've probably heard of which magazine our home of hard-hitting journalism and informative stories delivered directly to our members there's our travel money and tech mags too But did you know you can hear some of our best articles for free, available to listen to whenever you like? Each week on the Witch Shorts podcast, we bring you a specially selected story, lovingly voiced and produced especially for you, on a whole range of fascinating topics. Just search Witch Shorts wherever you're listening. It was great to hear from Ed Tan speaking to my producer Rob just there before the break. And now just quickly before we get back to today's show, if you're finding this podcast helpful, then you might want to consider a Witch Money subscription. And if you sign up before the 3rd of January 2024, you'll get 25% off. That's a whole year of money guidance from our magazine and helpline for just £36.75. Find out more at witch.co.uk forward slash money gift. So now then, Shafali, what did you make of some of his recipe ideas? Is there anything you'd like to add? You know, soups, crumbles, any veg to make a pasta sauce? That's an interesting one. Um, What do you think? It is. And actually, I'd never really thought about that before. So if Mm. I have some veg that I think is about to turn um, and I don't really know what to do with it, then I will stick it in a soup, um, you know, or a stir fry uh, But actually, a pasta sauce is also a good option. You've always got a tin of tomatoes lying around. So I guess you can stick anything in there. I think we tend to be stuck on our ideas of what should go in a pasta sauce and what shouldn't. But I think we can be flexible. And so now the big question, can we bring in Kosh Shafali? Because this is obviously a huge factor. So how much do fruit and veg delivery boxes set you back and how much are they actually worth? Right. Okay. So I guess it depends. Um, Most companies have a range of boxes available and they will be targeted to different size households. So, for example, you might have a small, a medium and a large box. So a small box might be for a two person household, whereas a large box would be for a five or six person household. Now, what we did in our research was to look at the price of a box and then compare that to how much you would pay for the same ingredients or the same 
produce in a supermarket. So we took two fruit and veg boxes from two of the largest companies. So we looked at Riverford and also Oddbox. And then we compared the cost of that box against buying the exact equivalent produce at a supermarket where possible. So um, we found that the veg boxes are typically more expensive than buying the same produce at the supermarket, but probably not as much as you might think. Uh, So for example, with Riverford, we took a small weekly box from Riverford, which cost £17.05, including delivery. And then we price checked the same items at Waitrose. Now we chose Waitrose because it had the most comparable organic produce. Um, mm-hmm. But in our which in our research on a monthly basis at which we do find that Waitrose tends to be one of the more costly mm-hmm. supermarkets. So bear that in mind. Um, but actually the box at Riverford was £17.5 and the same produce at Waitrose cost £15.69. So the Riverford box was £1.36 more expensive, but actually that included the delivery of the box mm-hmm. as well. So it was only £1.36. And for the convenience, actually, you might be willing to spend that. Um, mm. We also looked at odd box and how much the same produce would cost at Tesco. Um, and actually, a small weekly box from odd box was £14.49 plus a delivery charge of £1.49, which totals £15.98, so just under £16. And the same produce at Tesco was £12.14. So mm. at Oddbox, it was £3.84 more expensive. But actually, when we asked people in our survey about how they rated the boxes for value for money, they weren't put off by the slightly higher costs because actually they told us they were happy to pay that bit extra. Um, They recognize that they're buying either organic produce or um, more sustainable produce. Um, They liked the company and the brand and they liked the fact that they weren't having to deal with plastic packaging. Do you know, I'm a little bit surprised about those costs because especially with Oddbox, because, you know, as we've mentioned, you're cutting out the middleman and, you know, especially in Oddbox's case, you're also kind of using things that would otherwise be thrown away or, you know, kind of surplus produce. Yeah, but I guess these companies are smaller, so they don't have the buying power that a supermarket might have. And also they do commit to paying a fair price to their farmers. Now, I don't know what supermarkets pay their farmers, um, but obviously that is something else we need to consider. And I know with the recipe boxes like Gusto and HelloFresh, you can get discounts for new customers. I know because I've tried them out. I've been lured in by the discounts. And, you know, actually, in my my opinion, I haven't been convinced, but that's for another show. But so what about fruit and veg boxes? Are there any discounts for, for new customers out there? So it seems to vary. And actually, when we carried out the research originally, there there weren't a huge number of offers out there. But actually, looking today, um, Abel and Cole offer a 50% off on your first and your fourth box with a code. um, And Oddbox offer people 50% off their first box. So actually, those are good deals. And if you're thinking about looking at one of these boxes, it's definitely worth checking out offers. And so taking into account then everything we've talked about today, what's the verdict? You know, Ed made a really good point that you need to be very flexible with your cooking. 
Yeah, and I think that's exactly it. Um, mm. If you are flexible, you're happy to try new products and think about looking up recipes for those, then great, do it. Because actually these companies offer a really good offering. Um, even if you're not buying organic produce, you are buying local and seasonal produce or produce that might be going to waste otherwise. So you are doing your bit for the environment. Um, so I'd say if you can afford to, and if it suits your lifestyle, then definitely give them a go. And so finally, then, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hmm, I might give these a try. Do you have any advice to help you find the best box to suit you, you know, or you and your family? Yeah, well, first of all, I'd say check that the company delivers to your area um, and that it delivers on a day that works for you. Um, the next thing is to decide whether you want to be buying organic produce and whether that's something that's important to you, because then that will rule out some of the companies as well. Um, also think about how regularly you want to buy a box. So do you want a weekly box or actually do you want to be able to order ad hoc ones? Um, because that will depend or that will determine the companies that you go for. And finally, I suppose it's think about whether you actually want to be buying extras beyond fruit and veg. So if you do want to also have the option to buy meat, um, fish, other products, then actually that will limit the companies that you can go to as well. Thank you, Shivali. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And I should also mention that you were on our sister podcast, Get Answers, this week as well. It's the first episode featuring you talking about ultra processed food. So if you haven't listened to that, do go and take a listen. Well, a huge thank you to Shafali and to Ed for coming on the show today and to you for listening to this week's episode of the Witch Money Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please do hit subscribe to make sure you catch our new episodes as soon as they drop. For daily money news and advice, you can find us on social media at Witch Money and online at witch.co.uk forward slash money. And we also have a free money newsletter, which is delivered to your inbox every Monday. To sign up, visit witch.co.uk forward slash money newsletter. This episode of the Witch Money podcast was written by me, Lucia Ariano, produced by myself and Rob Lilly, and edited by James Rowe. If you're wondering how to make your food budget work each week, then we've got supermarket shopping hacks that can help. Head to witch.co.uk to get answers on how to spend less at the supermarket.